Peace, love, and life, family. You're listening to Queen Banu, and once again, welcome to the Cypher the Master Teachers, where we exercise knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, speaking life into our communities worldwide and hip hop culture. So, here we go. This is episode number two, and I'm really excited. You know, still kind of nervous, but I'll be getting over that nervousness soon, so don't worry about that. I get over stuff quick, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, kind of want to continue building on where I left off yesterday in terms of the Phoenix Queens of the nation and explaining what that is. So yesterday I shared a little bit about what our vision and mission was. And I really want to get into the core concept of what Phoenix Queens of the nation is. Because it has to be like some theory that kind of guides your practice that comes from me being you know a sociologist studying sociology you know the sociological the sociological imagination always thinking about theory and practice practice and theory going hand in hand and i will never forget it it was weird it was like okay i'm working on the concept you know all the way down to the logo everything and it was like what is this space going to be? What is this chapter in the nation, universes of the nation? What is this chapter going to be about? It's for women, but I just don't want it to be, you know, women-based, <laughs> I guess, in a way, if, you, if that even makes any sense, you know, like just focusing on women's stuff. You know, because you're part of a community, you live in a community, and it's not just what's going on with us, but how we navigate and deal with men, children, our role in the community, our purpose in the community and doing this work. And I don't know, it was just like, I really wanted something powerful that spoke to who I felt were the kind of women that I would need to kick this off with, right? I wanted women who had gone through things like myself, who had survived things, who may not have had the greatest past, you know, but were able to come up out of that and fight through that and then come out on the other side of it stronger and wiser still having love in their spirit and in their hearts, you know, didn't come out hard and didn't turn out like those who had hurt them in the past or did things to them. So while I'm trying to figure out what this concept, you know, Phoenix Queens of the Nation as a concept, I just so happened to come across this poem one day and I'm going to read it. I pulled it up. 
and it just spoke to me because it was like this is it and it's a poem by a sister named Melanie Coloris. I'm hoping I'm saying her name right, her last name. And I mean, this is it. Healers are spiritual warriors who have found the courage to defeat the darkness of their souls, awakening and rising from the depths of their deepest fears, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, reborn with the wisdom and strength that creates a light that shines bright enough to help, encourage, and inspire others out of their own darkness. When I read that, when I came across it, it, just, it was like, this is it. This is the theory. This is that core concept. This is the heart of what it is that we do. I don't care if we're working in education. I don't care if we're doing community organizing, community building, whatever it is that we're doing. This is who we are. This is our purpose. This is why we exist, to be that light, you know, to uh, give to others what we were able to do ourselves. And it just spoke to me. And I just had to incorporate that into, I mean, that first, like, kind of where you're making now, like, you know, the visuals and everything down to the logo and I mean everything and it's, it was just like oh my gosh like this was it because that's what I felt was needed you know I felt that that's what was needed I felt that you know as women being a part of this larger organization the Universal Zulu Nation what is our purpose in this space when we're coming in contact with people and when we're out and we're doing our work and we're being visible and we're being seen, what is it that we want people to feel? Not just see from what we're doing, the work that we're doing, but how do we want people to feel when we're talking to people and when we're explaining what the Phoenix Queens is, that purpose, that passion, that fire, you know, that's what you want people to feel. Cause that's what's going to get people to support the work that, you know, we're doing. That's what's going to get people to really like gravitate toward us. And, and it was just, that was it. And it was like, yes, that's the theory. That's that core concept. And it goes into what I want to talk about a little bit today, which is about spiritual healing and having to overcome pain and adversity. How do we do that on an individual level and then on a collective level, you know, so that we can really bring change to self, but then also change to our communities, change to our families, right? How do we do that? And then what does spiritual healing look like? You know, because people talk about healing, oh, you got to heal from this, you got to heal from things. But it's never really explained, like, how are you supposed to actually heal? And what does healing look like? And then this goes back a little to thinking about something that happened with me earlier today. You know, I was on Facebook and, you know, back in 2013, I had created a cipher of the Cypher the Master Teachers like Facebook group page, right? These few years back. And, you know, funny how life comes full circle, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, like, 
I'm going through this page and I haven't really been on there and interacting with it. And it's just kind of just sitting there. And so now it's like, okay, I got the podcast now. So now I have a direction of where I really want to go with this page, right? And I'm cleaning it out. I'm getting rid of posts that are no longer, you know, links that are bad. They connect to ether or whatever, you know, <laughs> information not good anymore or whatnot. It's just old stuff. Stuff that really isn't, you know, relevant or anything like that. Because you have it's a group page and you have different people posting stuff on there and it's just like oh but at the same time I'm coming across like some things that brought up some painful memories for people that I was close to, you know, at the time back when and it was just like I'm looking at this stuff and I'm not gonna lie, it brought up some painful memories, it brought up some you know, hurtful experiences and things and stuff. And it was just like, all I could do was just laugh. And it was like the most freeing feeling to be able to kind of like just laugh at things. Like you're at this place in your life, this point in your life where even when you're confronted with the ugliness of things and the nastiness of, you know, incidences and experiences you have with people. And it's just like, you're not even in that headspace anymore where you can be upset about it, where you're angry over it. You know, all you can do is just laugh. And that's when you know you've healed, you know? You don't have to ignore it and you can recognize the wrongs that were done, but then you don't, wallow in it and you don't fall back into that trap of being a victim and being you know you speak on it if you want to speak on it and be like hey this happened but i'm good now you know not know this happened and now i gotta exact revenge against these people i gotta get back at this one and that one because you did me wrong you did me dirty and it's like no 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 healing does not look like that healing is exactly what i went through today when you come across something, because that's always going to be a test. There's always going to be triggers. There's always going to be something that's going to take you back to something that happened way back when in your life, yesterday, whatever. And you know you've healed when it's just like you laugh at it and are still able to at least think about the good experiences that you have with people too, you know? So you don't feel no need to drag nobody through the mud, you know? feel the need to throw people up under the bus. Like, you don't even have to do all of that. You're just, you're at peace because you understand and you realize that everything that we experience in our lives just shapes and makes and molds us to who we are today. And those experiences that make us are gonna be good and gonna be bad. Those experiences are going to be beautiful. They're going to be amazing. And then at the same time, some things are going to be just downright ugly and disgusting. And yeah, even still, the good and the bad, the beautiful and the ugly, those are the things that shape the mold us because at the end of the day, as human beings, that's who we are. We're good and bad. We're ugly and we're disgusting all at the same time. And we just live every day to strive to be better and do better. And I have to do better and be better. And I have to fight against my lowest self 
just like the next person, just like the next individual, you know, just like the person that did me dirty. And just because somebody did me dirty today, that don't mean I didn't do something to somebody else way back when, you know, and here's my karma. Now I got to deal with something that isn't right. You know, this makes me think about some things that happened before I left New York. You know, it was like a lot of stuff, crazy things started popping off and started happening. And it's like, okay, where the hell is this coming from? But I was able to get where I'm at today because I was able to, I was able to not play that victim role even while I was upset about things. I didn't stay stuck in what happened and wallowing and focusing on that. I was able to kind of take those experiences and everything that happened at that time and turn it into something positive and continue to move forward with my life. Because at the end of the day, what you don't want to do is cut your blessings off for you. You understand? You don't want to sit up there and cut yourself off from the good things that's going to come out of what happened. You know, everybody has a storm. Everybody has something that we got to go through. We got to break through to get to our next level. And every time you level up in life, that's what happens. Is something's going to happen. It's going to take the rug right from underneath your feet. And your test is always going to be how you want to react to it. And what are you going to do about it? Are you going to take the pain? Or are you going to sit up there and, you know, stay stuck in it? Or are you going to turn around and take that pain and turn it into your power? Are you going to take an ugly situation and make something positive out of it? And be an example for others to follow? Inspire other people how to come up out of things, how to overcome things? Or are you just going to, you know... It's just all about me and I don't care about nobody else. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to be mad and I'm going to be angry and I'm going to be upset because the world revolves around me. And it's like, it doesn't work that way. And once you get into that mindset, it's like, that's it. And it's not until you come up out of that, that things really start to turn out better for you. And that's something that I had to learn. And I always... It wasn't always that way with me, especially when I was younger. No. If somebody did me wrong, there was a time when somebody did something wrong with me, I had to get back. There was a time when I was stomping chicks out in the street. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like walking up on people and like really like, oh yeah, you said, even if somebody said something, like, you know, there was times when I popped off like over silly and stupid shit. That didn't even really matter, you know? Making a fool of myself out in the street, stomping some chick out, up in some dude's face, punching him in his face. Like, I was, yeah, I was off the chain back in the day. <laughs> For real, I was off the chain back in the day. I didn't care. I didn't care, you know? And it was just like, so you said the wrong thing to me. It was a problem. I would go off. So imagine if somebody actually did something that I didn't like. It was like, so come on. It was like, please. And I had to come up out of that. I had to come up out of that. And then especially being a mom now, I got so much to lose. I can't be sitting up there and getting caught up in that nonsense and out in these streets fighting and, and, and stupid stuff and whatnot. We have to get back and retaliation and stuff because there's no example to set for my son. 
no example at all to set for him. So, you know, that spiritual healing, how do we get there? Step one is confronting and dealing with yourself at the end of the day. Being able to look in the mirror, look at who you are, the totality of who you are, both good and bad. And confronting that person that you see and dealing with that, breaking that person down and building that person up that you see in the mirror. You start with yourself. Because you have no control of how other people are and where their minds is at. But what you do have control over is you. The path to spiritual healing, finding positive, creative outlets for yourself. So that when you are feeling something, don't ignore your feelings. Don't never do that. People will tell me, oh, if you're emotional, you feel too Man, please. That means you're alive. <laughs> you understand? If you have emotions and you know them and you express them, that means you're alive. That means you're human. That means you care. You understand? So the thing is just not to let your emotions overpower you. How do you master your emotions so that you own them and they become tools for you to use and navigate through life, right? So you find outlets. If you're feeling upset about something or something, you get triggered by something, what is a positive outlet, a positive outlet that you have that you can express that, that you can get that energy out so it doesn't sit inside of you? You know, like right now, I make art, I draw, I doodle, I write, whatever it is. You know, it's like anything that has to do, anything artistic, it has anything to do with writing and creating and kind of using my brain and just giving my brain the time to relax or anything like that. That's what I was able to sit up there and use and help me, you know, deal with shit and not wallow in anything and not ignore what it was that I was feeling, but get it out in a way that I wasn't going to harm myself and harm anybody else. Um, three, forgiveness. You got to forgive yourself first, and then you got to forgive other people, even those people that are sorry about what they did to you. Because there you got to be real about the fact that, hey, there may be people that I myself, you yourself have hurt, and that you may never get the opportunity. I never had the opportunity to apologize and say sorry to. You know, maybe they moved away or whatever happened, or you moved away before you could even make amends for something. So, yeah, some people, even if you see them every day and y'all running in the same circles and stuff, guess what? Some people are never, ever going to apologize for anything that they did because they see nothing wrong. That's one um, that has nothing to do with you. So you can't forgive them because you forgiving them has nothing to do with them. It's all about you being at peace with yourself and being able to move forward in your life. So forgiveness, confronting yourself, finding positive outlets to release. And then, yeah, forgiving people. And then it always goes back to helping other people. So if you know you went through some things and you came out a little wiser, you got a little knowledge and some understanding and some wisdom about some things, you help the next person. You pay it forward. You pass it on. You don't sit up there, okay, I'm good. 
you know, and screw everybody else. No, you help other people. So when you come across others that you see them going through some things, now you know how to help and, and get them to a point where they're going to handle things way better than you did because that's what you want. That's what we say. Each one teach one. Each one build each other up. <laughs> you know, build up the next person so that the next person will have to get hit with things as hard as you did. You know, but you have to come from a place of love. You have to come from a place of peace. So that when you're talking to people, so that when you're you're working with people, they they feel that. Because people feel your energy and people know when you're full of shit. And people know when, oh, you don't want to be that person. Oh, she's talking about healing. She's talking about this, that, and the third. But um, come on, please. You can tell she's still mad. You can tell she's still like, you don't want to be that person at all. Because energy travels and energy is felt. You know, so you make peace. You make amends with everything and everybody and yourself first and foremost, you know. Because even though things happen, sometimes we play a role in things too, consciously or unconsciously. You know? And hey, maybe something that you did or maybe something that you said that rubbed somebody the wrong way. And instead of them being somebody that was real and open enough to sit up there and say something to you, guess what? They sat there and acted out in a different way. In a nasty and ugly way and did something to you. Everybody has a story and everybody has a background why they do things and react the way that they do. And we just always have to remember that what other people do may not always have anything to do with us too. But still, there may be something that we did to help contribute to something. You know, like I remember one time, ooh, it was like a somebody I knew, somebody I was close with. Some things, you know, thinking that this person was a friend of mine. And it was some things, some views that I, you know, I was pissed off about some things. And, you know, you vent, you go vent to your people, you go vent to your friend, right? And I'm, I vented to my friend about some things, about how I felt. And it wasn't nothing really serious. It was just that I needed to get that out so that I can move on from it. And, you know, this <laughs> person went back. And everything that I said, twisted things around and everything like that, and made it a much bigger issue than it initially was. But you know what? At the end of the day, it was just like I'm standing there and I'm listening to all of this, and it was just like, wow. Okay. So it was like even the stuff that were lies, you know what? I just had to, I just said that, you know what? I take ownership of all of that. Yeah, I said it. And it was like, you want to know why I did that? It was like, because I entertained it. You know, if I would have found thinking that talking to my friend was something like a good way to let off some steam or whatnot, whatever. And it was like, no, I probably could have found a better way, a positive way. You know what I'm saying? I wish I was into my art the way that I am now. I would have did that. <laughs> you understand? So it would have been nothing. For anybody to sit up there and say because I didn't say anything to anybody, you know? So I was like, yeah, even in that moment, like as mad as I was at this person, but it was just like, it's my fault because I said something to her. And had I not said anything, we wouldn't be standing here now. So it was like, you know what? My bad. I said it. You know, yeah, I own it. And then even then, when people find out that that's how you are, it's just like, oh, shit, there's some new level next thing. Uh-uh. 
and people will step their game up after that. Like, oh no, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> you know, but yeah, like funny shit, man. I'm telling you, I don't get this some shit, y'all. But you know, so like even situations like that is like still you always got to try to find a way because it's about you and for yourself and for you to be at peace, right? How do you kind of, like I said, confront yourself, deal with yourself. So in a situation like that, that's what I did. I had to confront myself real quick in real time. And it was like, the new, you did say something within what's everything that's being said here right now. Some of these things you did say, even if it's being taken out of context, you said something. So real quick, like I said, real quick and in real time, I had to sit up there and swallow that pill. It was a bitter pill to swallow, but I had to swallow it and be like, you know what? Yeah, I own it. I take responsibility for that because I entertained the littlest bit of it, you know? If I wouldn't have said that, all this would not be going down right now. This wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be on front street right now, you know, <laughs> you know, but that's being real. Always got to confront yourself and deal with it, you know, and take ownership of how you may have contributed to situations yourself. And then, you know, that's how it be. And then sometimes, if you don't learn the lesson the first time, it'll happen again, because then guess what? It happens again. And it was just like, you know, because you're like, all right, you're not mad at that person anymore. You took ownership for it, but then you didn't wise up. You know, so that situation repeated itself once again. Someone so said that you said, ah, hell, damn it. <laughs> I forgot I can't talk to you, shit. <laughs> You know, so it's like, hey, ah, hell, yeah, I said that, okay. You know, so it's just like, yeah, oh, hell. <laughs> and that's where the wisdom coming, you know, I wasn't wise in the moment the second time, you know, because so upset about something that happened and that need to vent and then get that out. And then who's the closest person to you at the time that you can talk to and just say something because you just need to get it out. But instead of running my mouth, because my mouth got me in trouble already once, and now here we go again, right? So it was like, that's why finding a creative, positive outlook for whatever it is, I mean, outlet, pardon self, outlet for how you're feeling so that you don't hurt yourself and you don't hurt nobody else. You understand? So it's like, there's a reason why, like, I had to go through this step by step and, like, really, like, get burned in the process to get the wisdom that I needed to get so I can pass it on to other people, you know? So, yeah, once again, I had to go through that process of, okay, now I got to sit up there and got to confront myself again and take ownership for what I did to create this, to help create this situation right here. Yes. Took ownership again. Why? Because I didn't sit up there and use the wisdom of finding a creative outlet for what I was feeling at the time. 
so that I wouldn't get hurt to protect myself and then protect other people so other people wouldn't get hurt. You understand? So that was two times. Like, ah, oh, hell. You know? So it was like, gotta bite the bullet again. Damn. You know? But and it'd be like that sometimes. And we're human and everybody makes mistakes and nobody's perfect. But you just try to get the lesson and then you try to actually really embody it and get to that point, you know? Like now if I'm feeling I gotta say something or whatnot, whatever, I'm not saying shit. If somebody hit me up talking about, I don't know, oh yeah, yeah, oh wow, okay, you know, like, you're not getting nothing negative out of me, you know, I'm staying out of it, I ain't got nothing to do with that, it is what it is, you know, keep your responses, because I'm somebody that people always come and vent to me about what they're feeling, and you ain't gonna never hear me repeating none of that, but just because I'm that way, it doesn't mean that other people are that way, you know, so hey. You can come vent to me, but you're not going to get a response from me. <laughs> not for, nope, you're not going to get no response from me. Nope, uh-uh. Not now. I learned my lesson two times. That was it. That was enough for me. You know, so. And it's going to be like that in life. Sometimes you'll be things for other people that other people can't be for you. And you just have to accept that and keep it moving. It is what it is. It's okay. You'll be all right. But always remember, you know, that's the spiritual healing and that's what the process looks like. And like I said, it always starts with yourself first, confronting yourself and dealing with yourself and taking ownership of what it is that you may have done that helped to contribute to creating that problem or issue or whatever it is that happened, you know? Not everything that happened to us we brought on ourselves because I have plenty of stories like that where it was just like you know things that happen that you have no control over but those things that you do have control over that you know that there was a little something that you may have did that you did do that contributed to something you have to deal with yourself about what you did and then yes creative positive outlets, I cannot stress that enough, so that you can get out what it is that you're feeling. So if you're a writer, write. If you sing, sing. If you dance, dance. If you draw, draw. Whatever it is that you do, find something creative that is a way for you to express what it is that you're feeling and going through. And then forgiveness. You know, that's how I got burned the second time because I did forgive the person the first time, you know. <laughs> but that's who I am, you know. I don't hold on to nothing. I let it go, you know, and then I'll be right back, you know, like right back at it. We still cool, you know, whatever it happened, okay, whatever. I'm over it, you know, but yeah. Forgiveness, being able to forgive yourself first and then being able to forgive other people. And then helping others. That wisdom and that knowledge, the understanding that you got and that you gain, you pass that one to others as you're helping people. Don't just stay focused on yourself or you get to this point where you feel like, okay, I've arrived, and then you forget about everybody else. No, you pass that information on, you pass that knowledge on, you pass that wisdom on. 
share your experiences that so somebody else can see your growth and see where you are now and then understand what you had to fight through to get there. You know, everybody don't give a damn about your destination and where you ended up. More people care about the journey. What did it take? What did that walk on your path look like that got you to where you're at today? That's where the empowerment and the inspiration of others comes from. Sharing your journey. Sharing those lessons that you learned along the way. You know, what did it take? How did you overcome things? You have to share those stories so that people can learn how to overcome things too. And you share those stories in a way where you're not singling nobody out, where you're not throwing nobody under the bus, where you don't have to, where you're being ugly. Do it in a positive way. Do it in a positive way. Because that's what people need. People are dealing with ugliness. People are dealing with hurt and dealing with pain. They don't need somebody throwing more hurt, dirt, and pain from your own experiences onto somebody else. Like, nobody needs that. Because then you're keeping people down there with you, too. No, you rise up high in and you lift everybody up higher, too. And that's what the spiritual healing and that's what that process looks like. There's nothing on the surface. Okay, I'm not mad today. And then something triggers or you see something and then it's like, okay, you're right back to being mad. No, that's fake healing. That's fake healing. Spiritual healing is something that is much deeper and is much more personal. And it's, and it's painful. It's a painful experience itself. What you went through was painful, but being healed on a different level on a meaningful level, in a meaningful way, like that process too is also painful because it's really dealing with you and dealing with yourself and it ain't about pointing fingers at anybody else but looking at that person, like I said earlier, looking at that person in the mirror and confronting that individual that you see because this journey in our lives at the end of the day, regardless of who we cross paths with Your journey starts and ends with you. So it's about your development, your transformation, and your growth. And then how you can be a beacon of light for others. So that they too could get to that point where they're really at peace. Where they really have love in their hearts and in their spirit and in their being and their soul and that then they become a light for other people that's spiritual healing and that's why that poem come on man on that poem healers are spiritual warriors who have found the courage to defeat the darkness of their souls awakening and rising from the depths of their deepest fears like a phoenix rising from the ashes Reborn with the wisdom and strength that creates a light that shines bright enough to help encourage and inspire others out of their own darkness. That's why I had to incorporate that into the theory, the core of what the Phoenix Queens is, who the Phoenix Queens are. Because that's what our communities need. Healing. Our communities need healing. 
people are hurt for many different reasons, whether it's systematic, you know, social injustices, internal family injustices, whatever it is that's going on, people need healing. And on a collective level, how do we heal? How do we get collective healing to take place within our communities? That's going to take individuals to go through their own stuff who are strong enough to come out of it and shine their light. It's time for all of us who are the light bearers to sit up there, stop hiding, and to step to the forefront and shine our lights and let people know that we're here and we got the tools for you that you need so that we can get collective spiritual healing taking place in our communities when people are no longer looking at somebody else and seeing an enemy and seeing competition when you're looking at another person and you're seeing yourself a reflection of you when you look at another person and you see your humanity within that person being reflected back at you so now that you see yourself within the next person, you can't disrespect that person. You can't hurt that person. You can't harm that person because you know that if you do anything wrong to that person, you're doing it to yourself. How do we get that type of consciousness, that type of spiritual groundedness, that type of spiritual energy and spiritual evolution going on within our communities? So we can actually have collective spiritual healing within our communities and really change our communities. Where no one is dying in our communities, no one's getting hurt in our communities. Where we're really holding each other down and being accountable to one another. How do we get to that point? had to take a minute but in pause because it was like to be talking about like that healing and that spiritual collective healing in our communities and then this song is playing it's like wow you know Erica Batu the healer hip hop hip hop saved my life how do we get hip hop to save other people's lives hip hop saved a lot of people's lives how do we continue to take ownership of hip-hop culture once again and get hip-hop to do what it was meant to do, what it was created to do in our communities? Hip-hop culture as a tool for that collective spiritual healing taking place in our communities. Hmm. How do we get to that? On that note, yeah.
On that note, I'm going to say peace, love, and light. And I'm going to end it with this last song here, which is kind of appropriate to kind of end with, especially after everything I spoke about today. You know, and I'm just hoping that I wasn't too all over the place, you know, and that this discussion was really focused and that somebody listening gets the help in at least some type of direction. You know what I'm saying? Just something out of it today that helped them on their journey, you know, and deal with something. So peace, love, and light, family. Once again, this is Queen Banu. Thank you for listening. Oh, and before I forget, if you would like more information on the fitness queens of the nation, please stay tuned and check out our website at fitnessqueensofthenation.com. If you want to get in contact with us, fitnessqueensofthenation at gmail.com. And peace, love, and light, and continue blessings to you all. Peace.